presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is Scotty Villa. It is Paralegal Mike. Mike, we're back. We've had a great show last week, but so much has happened since last week. There's been announcements left and right, pal. Are you doing all right after all these giant announcements that have been made? These overblown, massive, earth-shattering announcements. Yeah, everyone's saying giant, earth-shattering. They're not. Rock the foundation to the very core. It's a collision. <laughs> Is it? Is it? We'll get into that in a second. Uh, as always, thanks to, to everybody that's listened on SoundCloud or sorry, fucking yeah, SoundCloud, whatever, if you got that. But Spotify, Amazon Music, and anywhere else that you've been listening to us. Thanks so much. Uh, make sure you're hitting Fuck that off. button. <laughs> Just, first of all, Spotify or bust. There Give us go. that money. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. The more people that listen and share. We're getting there, and, and, and we can uh, get that money. More cooler stuff is going to happen on this podcast for you, our listeners. Hit us up. Make sure you're following. Give us the old five-star frog splash rating, and uh, great things will come to those that wait. We're on uh, the Instagrams and social medias at In My House Pod. Follow us there. Interact with us there. We're getting a ton of reaction, and we're reacting and chatting back with uh, everyone that's interacting with us uh on those socials so definitely hit us up on instagram and twitter there's a facebook page too not a lot of people are using facebook but it is there too but at in my house pod is where you'll find us in the social media world but mike oh mike paralegal mike announcements abound uh, as oh, we're recording this abound <laughs> uh, as we're recording this uh, AEW dynamite is on right now so let's just get into the tony khan announcement and I will say this. They didn't overhype this announcement. They just said Tony Khan has an announcement to make. We will hear from Tony Khan on AEW Dynamite. Which, Every, guess what? Of course, they're going to overhype that. <laughs> people will, especially with the rumors running rampant about this third weekly TV show, allegedly called Collision. Mike, we didn't get that announcement tonight so far. We're halfway through the show. Uh, so far, And we had Tony Khan make an announcement, but it had nothing to do with a third show. And rightfully so. We figured he would hold it close to his chest. Yeah. But I mean, all those who follow the dirties, <laughs> the fightful select faithful. <laughs> you observe. We all know we're CM. Yeah, where was CM Punk this week? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Got him. I knew. I knew. I knew it. Pop Scotty. It did, man. I completely forgot about that. But my oh my, was the dirt sheets and the phones and text messages blowing up on Monday with reports of CM Punk being backstage at Monday Night Raw. 
But but regardless, let's let's talk about Tony Khan <laughs> and what Tony Khan had to say tonight. Uh, tonight was the announcement of the Owen Hart Cup returning in here in 2023. The Owen Hart, which Foundation also, Cup. and guess what? We love tournaments. Yeah. Fun fact: in Bay my house, tournament. pro wrestling podcast, faithful, we love tournaments. Absolutely. And do I think? Do I think the first Owen Cup? Or Owen Hart Cup went well? No. No, it didn't. <laughs> it, it went a little oh, predictable. Because the lovebirds got to enjoy. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no laugh. You know what I'm saying, Scotty. Uh, yeah, I do. You know, the uh um we're getting into what I think is maybe the greatest stretch of AEW ever. Wow. That's that's it, a lot to say compared like, Scotty, I they had Scotty, a good honeymoon know, phase. But look at what we're doing throughout the summer and what they're building building to with all in Forbidden mm-hmm. Door 2. This is the summer of AEW. Man, I hope you're right. I, they're on oh, the right track. I am right. I know I'm right. <laughs> I book shows for AEW. I am the king. <laughs> <laughs> the paralegal king of pro wrestling. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll get payouts left and right. But but to be honest, Scotty, we both know wrestling will show that this is the summer of AEW. It is insane how much they're peppering, how good their programming is going to be going yeah. forward. We knew, we knew it leaving Winnipeg. We we already knew, like, oh, shit. Like, there's a tour in Canada, Forbidden Doors in Canada. Psych! Then that Wembley show happened. Mm-hmm. Everything building up is to the perfect storm, and I can't wait to tell you why I think AEW is going to be on top this year. Ooh, I love that, dude. Love that. That's a hell of a tease. Hell of a tease. Right? Get ready in my house, Pro Wrestling Podcast Faithful. I'm telling you, if there's a show to watch, it's ours. (laughs) At in my house pod. (laughs) We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, poor got Bobby. That got me real when, good. When, when, when I when I could pop Scotty Mia, it's it's a big win. <laughs> um, obviously everyone knows from the mega sode we had about mm. WrestleMania. Um things have changed. Things have changed drastically. So much. It, it is exciting, actually. And again, we're not taking points away from WWE. We love the Fed. But Scotty. This summer is going to be the best for AEW ever. Ever. Give me your main reason why. Outside of like those two pay-per-views coming up. Oh, uh, (laughs) outside of those two major pay-per-views. They they are major. Forbidden Door 2. I will. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Uh, I'm really hoping that Forbidden Door 2. Uh, pans out the way they want it to. I don't know why, but I just have this bad feeling that it's just don't, not going to. Don't have that bad feeling. I don't. Want guess it. what? Guess what's going to happen, Scotty? You know what? Let's get right into it. Sure. AEW Forbidden Door Two. It's going to be the slow breeze into Kenny versus Will Osprey Two. It won't happen there. You know where it's going to happen now, Scotty? All in. It's going to happen at all in. That's right, my friend. If there is a, a match to watch, it is going to be Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for, is it the IWGP US title? That's correct. At all in. In front of that Wembley crowd, that is where that match is going to happen. That's that's great, great booking. What does Kenny do at Forbidden Door 2? Maybe Nothing. Maybe nothing. We can't. We can't do that. He he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't a hundred. Was he, he? I don't even think he was at the last one, right? He sure wasn't. And you know why? Well, he didn't book Wembley. <laughs> I know, but you've got to have Kenny Omega. He is. 
no, the American well, face of New Japan Pro Wrestling. You're already making me want to come over there and slap you. He, he is. Scotty, he is. You want to you you want to build a match that means something. And after Wrestle Kingdom, we all knew what's the match of the year thus far. Oh, it's Kenny and Will from it's, Wrestle it's Kingdom. Ke- it's Kenny and it's still Kenny and Will. Yeah. Here we are. We're almost going into May. It is still Kenny and Will. That's the match of the year. Why would you have it at Forbidden Door 2? You have it at Forbidden Door 2 because because it is because the Japan works for said companies. It is New Japan. Will Ospreay is going to wrestle in a tag match at Forbidden Door 2. Will Ospreay will be on the card. Don't get him twisted. Yeah, yeah. But Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega is going to be at all ends. And everyone, all of the In My House Pro Wrestling podcast people, remember this moment. <laughs> Where Paralegal Mike booked it, called it, that is it. It's happening at All In. That title is on the line at All In. I, I like it. I definitely like it. Uh, I could see. Oh, you do you like it? I do. Well, no. I love it. Now, I love there it, it is. I, I, I feel your face is doing that thing where you're like, oh, I have to like it. You don't. <laughs> Mike, this isn't vegetables. This is pro wrestling. Now, but, but you, but you have to, you have to think about this, Scott. How many seats are we selling? What matches matter? That's True. a match that matters at all in. It doesn't matter in Toronto. Sorry. Canada fans, we're there with you. Mm-hmm. This isn't the match that sells Forbidden Door 2. Jay White's going to help sell Forbidden Door 2. Don't worry. That's a good call. I got actually. this all thought out. Baby. Don't <laughs> worry. Don't you? I'm not booking the Fed. I booked the world. <laughs> I like it. I like but, the slow burn. But, uh, that you're just leaking out your plans for Forbidden Door 2 and all in. Each week, one at a time. I like it a lot, brother. But you know, it's, it's it's crazy that I say that. Kenny Omega won't be the headliner of All In at Wembley because I don't believe he will be. I think it's got to go to a world champion, whether it's uh, I oh, imagine it's oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if it has to be a world champion. I think it has to be a name, Scotty Dia, and I think we both know that name. <laughs> you think so? Oh yes, and we both know it. I know yes. it's it's such Phil Brooks, <laughs> <laughs> the man who was backstage at Monday Night Raw. Uh, you know what? Let's back up, sure. Scotty. Let's let's talk about that. So obviously, all the people who listen to our podcast, we love you. Mm-hmm. We, you know we do, but you're also getting your information the same way we are. We're not subscribing to Fightful because <laughs> why would we? Do we like Uncle Dave? Of course we do, to an extent. But yes, obviously we heard the rumors. CM Punk was backstage at a WWE event. Monday Night Raw. Why was he there, Scott? Because the motherfucker lives in Chicago and he worked there for years. This is normal. Mm -hmm. This is not breaking news. But, Scotty Villa, I hear he talked to Triple H. (laughs) The man himself, Triple H? The man that's head of creative, except he's not fully head of creative. But, but Scott, I know you're headlining this story. I hear he, he talked to The Miz. Mike The Miz Mazanin? <laughs> but they have heat, paralegal Mike. But, but Scott, idea, did you hear? Hmm. They may have squashed that beef. Yo, that beef been squashed, bro? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, Wake up, wrestling fans. If you're not hearing how we're talking about this, it's insane. <laughs> we it it was great because obviously you all know the in my house pro wrestling podcast faithful Scotty and I talk a lot about wrestling outside of the show all the time, but it was insane that it blew up so big that he was there, so big. And let's be honest, Scott, you you have to agree that it was a nightmare for us. Yeah, a- absolutely. And it became so big and, and so talked about, which I understand why wrestling fans love dirt behind the scenes that uh, I'll be honest. I, I When it comes to the social media stuff, it was something I'm like, I got to post this. Everyone's talking about it. 
our listeners might be talking about it as well. And if they don't and they see it, you know, posted by us, then there's going to be engagement. And we've got a lot of engagement about it, which was great. And guess what? You're right. A trustworthy source where our answer was the same. Mm -hmm. CM Punk's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I I popped myself. (laughs) No, but but also we were we were also very surprised that he was at that show. But when real life sets in, of course he would be there. Of course he could meet with these people. He worked there for how fucking long? Why couldn't he go? And that's exactly it. There has been multiple times that contracted wrestlers have gone to the other company's show to say hi backstage or have significant others uh, backstage in that area kind of thing. So it just, it happens. It just happens. It's the way it goes. Uh, The guy lives in the town. I also think Phil Brooks is very smart. He's like, I'm going to go and say hi. This is the only reason I'm going to say hi. The dirties will get used to it or get wind of it. And my name's out there again. So I don't think that's the sole I, purpose why he went, but I think he knows what he's doing. I would say, I would say this too. When the reports came out that, Oh, the AEW locker room was surprised. That- <laughs> 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 right. But you, you answered it perfectly. I, I love you for this. Of course he would be there. Yeah. Sorry. The guy was down for an MMA event in Florida, but he flew back with people. Of course, everyone lives <laughs> in Florida. It's the Fed. Yes, they live there. I just, I think our biggest point here, Scotty, is that don't read into so much of this. Like he's going to show up on TV. That That's the big thing. Because everyone's saying, because the WWE had made an announcement, Triple H is making this earth-shattering announcement, then CM Punk happens to be backstage. People love jumping to that conclusion. Like, oh, it's going to be CM Punk facing Roman Reigns at SummerSlam and all this bullshit. They're going to play Cult of Personality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it literally takes you a solid five seconds to add reality to a situation like this. Everyone knows that CM and Punk also- is contracted to AEW, and for a while... Plus, wrestlers go backstage at other shows all the time. So it's just common sense, I guess, if you're uh, 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 a guy that just likes knowing about backstage stuff. Sure, that just happens. But to think that CM Punk is back in WWE or, you know, going to be back this summer, yada, 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 is insane. It, It makes me question what you really think happens in the business. So. Yeah, it, it's wild. And look, we're not in the business. We're just wrestling fans that, you know, love oh, no. 30s every we're now and then. We're in the business. <laughs> Brother. But... Brother. <laughs> but let, no, let's but say this. Use our hits. Here. I can't wait for the biggest takeaway ever. WWE doesn't need CM Punk. They absolutely don't need him at and all. And we have been, if you listen to our show, they can always build stars outside of existing ones. Yeah. But I'll say this. AEW needs CM Punk. There's no question about it. When it comes to WWE, for the last how many years, they've had record revenue generating years. Every show we have watched together in the last six months has topped the existing record. Yes. So it's you have to look business-wise. When it comes to money, this has been the biggest WrestleMania of the year. Last year was the biggest SummerSlam of the year. Last year was the biggest money in the bank of the year. The Royal Rumble, it's gotten bigger and bigger. TV TV revenue has never been higher for WWE. Agreed. Yes. They just sold the company for however many, $9 billion. They don't oh, need anybody. All, if they nine want to make some. Nine and some change, to be fair. Nine and some give change. Vince, give so, my daddy this expense. <laughs> Is due. Sorry about that. I know you're a paralegal. Who, who do you think is sponsoring <laughs> this podcast? But let's be honest. WWE... We're never allowed to any benefit. <laughs> the uh, the WWE at any point in time can put their machine behind anybody from from Shinsuke Nakamura 
to Akira Tozawa, if they want that person to be a household name and a main eventer, they can do it in an instant and get ready hey, and Mark. do what they need to do. Hey, Marks, did you hear what Scotty just said? Shinsuke Nakamura and who, Scotty? Mia? Akira Tozawa? Wow. What a mark. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you want me to throw Heath Slater in there to balance things out for you, Mike? He's got <laughs> kids. He's got kids. <laughs> but the thing is, is, is when it comes to that, and then you look at AEW, yes, AEW is super popular, still the cool kids in town, the most fun show to watch every single week, but their ratings don't improve. They stay steady at a certain interval and doesn't change. Even when CM Punk came back and was on TV weekly, yes, he popped that first initial rating and then everything flatlined again to the way it was. Scotty, I'm going to stop you there. So the way this works with television, AEW, we talked about it last week. They could have the same ratings. They could. But their popularity will still be there. Yeah. Do you know if they if they come out with Collision, which we talked about, it's a collision. Thank you. Thank you, Scotty. Um, do you know that show would net them $52 million a year? It's the revenue. If revenue is there and advertisers... No, that's, that's, that's just straight truth. If they make that Saturday show, that's an extra $52 million a year they make from having that show. Mm-hmm. That's the number put out. That is accurate. I've done my homework. I'm a TV guy. <laughs> Just having that show will net you $52 million a year, regardless of ratings. Mm-hmm. That's regardless of ratings. So that speak, but that speaks volumes where, oh, there is a gap missing. And we all know everyone who is uh, young listening to the In My House Pro Wrestling podcast Finds their WWE Network content through TikTok. I know. I just watched the Monday Night Wars <laughs> again. <laughs> Don't laugh. Stop laughing. Come on, man. Just watch it on the network. Why you got to be watching it on TikTok? I, Here, here's Scotty, part you know 187. I ha- you know I have already, but I already just bought in again where I was like, I already know all of this. <laughs> Why so am I watching it? <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's 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 so good, but this is different than the Monday Night Wars because now I finally decided that there is two different companies involved. WWE is truly an entertainment company. Yeah, they are tr- a juggernaut, and it was after WrestleMania this year. For our fans, realize this: there's more people who watch WrestleMania than the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's a that is a hundred percent a fact. There is no better showcase of you want to say pro wrestling. I hate getting the two now between sports entertainment mm-hmm. and pro wrestling because I felt like WrestleMania this year was a pro wrestling show with the best best show around it. Yeah. Well, we we've been doing this since we're gonna throw out the air quotes for people who love us. For the Hunter era. Yeah. Is that it's pro wrestling. WrestleMania this year was a pro wrestling show. Get fucked if you think otherwise. Night one or night two. Don't even be that asshole. Night two was still a pro wrestling show. It was a great show. It it and it was. Scotty, we we both agree. We we knew. Like, oh, there is great work on this this card. Sure, it may have touches of, oh, this person, oh, you felt like a Vince night. Piss off. Guess what? Vince is everything to this world. Mm-hmm. You don't think Tony knows, too? You don't think Tony's trying to build all in as his WrestleMania? How the fuck do you do that? You learn. Yeah. You learn from what Vince McMahon has done. And I feel we talked about it last week. What's all in going to be to AEW? their wrestlemania i think it has to be i think it right now calendar wise it's weird timing because allegedly the next week is all out another pay-per-view but but i think that'll get pushed i do like i i don't think it'll be as close i i'm hoping this year yes maybe but we 
I think we can both agree. All in is AEW's WrestleMania. I think it has to be. I love the all in name. The obviously the inaugural, the original all in was really the genesis that kicked off and proved yes, another company can survive and, if we have and a great guys. show. And and Scotty, a great show. Scotty, you're trying to fill Wembley. What yeah. are you telling me? That's your WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I hope so. And that's I really and do. I and we want nothing more for this show to succeed. Trust us. We are those people. We want all wrestling to just be big scale, that kind of show. Mm-hmm. The difference is going to be there'll be real wrestling on that four-hour show. And the environment alone will be unreal. It'll be what every show will aspire to be because the crowd's going to be unbelievable singing, chanting. It's going to be the most lively event that you've probably witnessed in this generation. Scotty, you picked the right venue for it. Mm-hmm. We'll have. If, uh, think about this: if you're if you're going to pay per view, what crowd do you want? Yes, we love a North American crowd. We do, but we love a UK crowd. It, there's nothing that tops it. There really isn't anything that tops it. There isn't, and it. This is why I'm so excited for today's show, especially. Because we're going to get into who our wrestler of the month is, who the feud of the month is. Yeah. But this is all building to those big events, those things we want to see. And I think AAW is in the trajectory of, hey, we have a big show too. Because they didn't have it before. AEW didn't have the defining moment before. I think All In is the defining moment. This is our WrestleMania. It'll be a longer show. They are going to, like I said, they're going to miss matches from stuff that's forbidden door. Great job, Toronto. You got that show. You ain't getting Kenny and Will. And if you do, I will riot. <laughs> it uh, just doesn't make sense to me, Scotty. But we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll, as we'll- weeks go on, as weeks go on, I'll explain more and more and more why that match doesn't make sense at Forbidden Door 2. It makes sense at All In. May 5th is when tickets go on sale for All In, and that's when it'll be telling on what this show will start looking like. And and if Scotty V and I win the lottery, we will be there front <laughs> row. Front row, if pal. we don't, we will be watching at Scotty V's house <laughs> eating Burger King. <laughs> You're damn right. I'm curious because uh, allegedly over 45,000 pre-sale codes uh, have been we have, we, we have heard the same in our success rate. Scotty Villa was smart. Mm-hmm. I said 50,000 is a great success in Wembley. Yeah, that, that, that's a huge success. Uh, the big thing for me to, to see is how many people follow through with pre-sale purchases. And then it's going to prove again if AEW can sell out a show based on their name much like WWE and much like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Royal Rumble do. If that... Or do you do you sell it off the talent? Which and we at... talked about last week. It is. So I'm curious because they could sell out or half sell out, become a big success based on their name, or do they got to start ma- announcing matches to sell and, and fill that arena a little bit more? But we'll get into that as the weeks come on. Uh, Mike, we need to get into actually. Did we actually announce what Tony Khan announced? I don't think we did. He announced the Owen Hart Cup uh, coming. This we did year. at the top of the show. I was okay. paying attention. <laughs> I don't know. Did I get through all the notes? Uh, yeah, it kicks off on Double or Nothing, May 28th. We'll go through AEW's tour of Canada, which for a majority of our listeners here in Canada, especially oh, Western Canada, the collision, Scotty. The <laughs> <Yeah>. collision. <laughs> uh, it will culminate uh, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, Owen Hart's hometown. Uh, that show is before ours, I believe, isn't it? I believe it is. It's on a Saturday. As of right now, it's just technically a host show. So it could turn into something if that third weekly show on Saturday gets announced sometime next month. Whew, brother, we started off hot there. And that was just we, one announcement. We started talking about you, the announcement of the Owen Hart Cup, and we went into it for AEW. You were, you were excited. And I'm guess like, what? For all those people waiting for when are they going to talk about AEW? Now. 
<laughs> it, it, it it's the time. I mean, let's be honest. AEW started to get hot again the minute WrestleMania was over, the minute the WWE was sold, and AEW is, is wrestling-wise stealing headlines again, which is great for them. It's got everybody talking again. It's got us talking about it more and more. Mania season is mania season. We love talking WWE and the lead up to mania, but that's over now. And we're going to get into WWE's announcement here in a second, but we we're not just going to stop talking about any company. If just because it's not the right time or season, both companies are hot. Both companies are fun to watch and fun to talk about, but I'm with paralegal Mike on this one. AEW is the show to watch again right now with a big, big summer coming up and a lot of huge, huge shows. And I think they're building their shows right. I, uh, we've got Dynamite on the background right now as we're recording this. It looks great. Roderick Strong showed up and debuted and helped out Adam Cole. So big things are happening there in AEW. Is that the big thing that's happening? Um, <laughs> Jesus it, Christ. It, it's, it, I think it's good. I mean, it's another guy on the roster. Good Lord. But it, it it's for that story of Adam Cole. I imagine that the, uh, the former Undisputed Era are going to be coming back and having a big match against the Jericho Appreciation Society at some point, I, most likely double or nothing. So, you know, it, it all makes sense. And guess what? This uh, JAS stuff with Adam Cole and Britt Baker, so good. Agreed. So good. Yeah, they started off really, really well. I think they rushed last week's segment. I thought that could have played out in a week or two. But they did it anyway. It's going well. Adam Cole has uh, cut a great promo tonight, and they had a great segment with Roderick Strong coming out that uh, to help save Adam Cole. And, uh, yeah, curious to uh, go back and watch it uh, with the volume up, but also to see well, if we get more next week or what we get more next week. We're going to stop our fans. Scotty Villa has notes. He's got notes. Let's get through them. Yeah, buddy, I got a notes. We got notes. We've got important announcements coming from AEW and now as well the WWE on Monday Night Raw. Triple H said he's got uh, an announcement that will rock the foundation of WWE. And as we all saw and heard, they did. It did. It did. (laughs) (laughs) They debuted uh, a new championship, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Roman Reigns has the WWE Undisputed World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, whatever show he gets drafted to that championship, whatever the two belts or the one belt, whatever it's going to be, will be on that show. The opposite show, which I think will be Monday Night Raw, uh, will get the new WWE World's Heavyweight Championship. It looks like the big gold belt with the WWE logo in the middle. It took me a little bit. I didn't hate it at first, but I was like, eh, whatever. But I do. I've looked at it a lot closer. It is a great looking belt. And they said this championship will be defended more regularly, like uh championships world championships have been in the past mike are you good with this let's be honest mike we hate the brand split we hate that there's multiple champions that's not going to change that's not their direction so i don't think saying they should have done this instead is is going to do anything it's just we're, we're talking about things that they're just not going to do i think we need to look at it with the, the facts that we have and 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 figure out what's the best course of action for this championship perfect thing that you said that so there is your champion who is going on a thousand days holding two toy belts. Mm-hmm. Two, two toy belts. <laughs> and you announce a real belt that a real champion should wear. What are we doing? What are we doing? A lot of people feel like this is the quote unquote consolation prize. You're not this the is world champion. the Cody Rhodes title. Ah. <laughs> uh, Oh man, do you want to get oh, into it? Did, do you want to get did into it, it? Did it hurt? Did it hurt you a little bit that I said that? Let's no. get into it. Get into it. Okay, Scotty. I, yeah, get I, into it. Uh, I I worry that that's what they're going to do, and I don't want them to do that. I know this is they're they are a hundred percent going to do that. I think the per- first person to wear the new belt, guess what? You'll hate it. Will be Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> this championship will stay on one show. I'm going to say it's going to be on Monday Night Rocks. I believe that's 100 percent going to be on Monday Night Rocks. Roman will stay on SmackDown. Keep that there. Uh, so oh, they said, "Oh, Fox has made it clear. Yeah, we get the Tribal Chief, and, and it's worked for the ratings for for that show. And and I think with Cody and certain guys on Raw, 
uh, you're getting the ratings there. Mike, getting into the championship thing where Triple H has said that Roman had worked out a deal and negotiated a deal that he's got to work when he needs to and wants to. He has a relaxed schedule. That's fine. That's great. And then the other championship and the other show will be defended regularly, which makes sense on paper, but then SmackDown still doesn't have a world championship being defended all the time, which still kind of defeats the purpose, in my opinion. But that's the way they're going. So be it. I believe that this championship should be defended on both shows until Roman decides to come back and, and be a, a bit it's, of a regular again. It's just not going to. Scotty, this is why we hated the brand split to begin with. It, it is, but the brand split's there and it's not going away. How 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 strict they stick to it, who knows? They go back and forth. Allegedly, this one's going to be more of a strict split, but until a show needs ratings again, uh, I just can't see them sticking with it as hard as they want. And they never have. They, the history has proven it. They never have. But I love the look of the new title. Scotty I, I, at first, guess what, y'all? Did not. Didn't like it. I still don't love it. I like it now. I get it now. It, it, I'm Aesthetically, I need to see it wrapped around a, a wrestler's sexy waist. Just to see how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the thickest? Right. Um, um, for the most part, fair, though, it's your argument is good on that belt. Like, I don't like the IC. And you actually stood by the the new Intercontinental Championship by saying, Mike, I don't love it. But like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. He's got mm-hmm. it. He's he's got it. I thought this belt looked great, but you're right. Jesus Christ, you couldn't make that W any bigger. Right. Good God. I like the fact that we're getting a champion again to defend the the championship every pay-per-view, you know, hopefully on Raw every now and then too. Like that was a big thing back in the day with the Attitude Era when it came to like, we're getting Triple H versus Jericho for the title. And then you get a great night that of a a threaded throughout the night of Jericho winning the title. It was a fast count. We're going to have a rematch, this, this, and that. It to me, that's fun, and it doesn't need to happen all the time, but you need to have that happen to the point where we're having a world title match on Raw, and we truly don't know who's going to come out the winner. I'm hoping that happens in the future. Now, that being said, the big discussion is because at Night of Champions on May 27th in Saudi is when this new champion will be crowned. I don't know if they're doing a tournament or what quite yet. I imagine they will. Love tournaments, as you've heard earlier. But the big thing is, is who should be this first champion? And there is a mass majority of people going with one name. Oh, and and who is that, Scotty Dio? He is a revolutionary. He's a visionary. He is the architect. He is Seth freaking Rollins. I am am on board for a guy who works that hard and stays with one company and does the work he does. Yeah. You ain't Cody Rhodes, Seth. You're better. Give him the title. Give him the fucking title. But I don't think that's going to happen. You, you think they're going Brock? I 100%. If you want to get that title over, you go to the guy who beat the streak. Is undeniably the toughest motherfucker in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And you make Cody earn that one. They, they knew, I, I feel like all along they knew, Cody, we're, we're splitting belts, like there's going to be one on each show. Why isn't this a WWE championship? It could be. And that's where some <laughs> of the confusion lies. It very, it, it very well could be. Because... Like, I, don't, I don't know either. I'm with you. I don't know what is the coveted prize in WWE anymore. Well, let's look with at the this fact. belt being announced. Let's look at the facts real quick. Uh, so that we've got the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship title. And yes. then Roman, as last we heard, is the WWE champion and the Universal champion. So technically the not undisputed. <laughs> but there's two separate belts with two separate names. And Paul just adds the word undisputed on the because it sounds good. So we have three world championships. I'm hoping they just make him the undisputed universal champion and let that other or, be the WWE championship because no, or or hear me out on SmackDown this week. They show the new belt because Roman shouldn't be holding around toys if there's a real fucking belt. 
yeah, I, I'm with you there too. So it, it makes sense to me. It would be cool. I'm, I, I 100% agree with you. Putting the title on Brock makes sense. But the big thing that Triple H said is this isn't going to be a belt for part-timers. And Seth made that comment as well. And so I think that was them putting a, uh, a, a, Basically oh, guess planning what? A Say that... whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Endeavor is in. Vince McMahon is back. Only part-timers are going to hold that. <laughs> As someone who has been there, Melt worked it, got my money, and ran. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Brock's going to get to get this title. I also don't think Cody's going to get this title. I think Cody will finish his story with Roman Reigns. Uh, but that's for another podcast, but, or another discussion Scotty, at some point. But no, but but Scotty, we're we're talking about the the belt structure in WWE. Cody is very much so involved with that. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I think I I think if you're smart, yet you, you got to get Cody out of this Brock shit. Sorry, we. I love Brock. You know me. That's my boy. Cody needs to be wrestling with Seth, the guy who's been there. And we we love their program to begin with. Cody came back, him and Seth Linick. Linick. It's the one time I agree with you about Cody Rhodes, is that those guys, it's magic when they're in the ring. Oh. It just it Brock needs to not be in that picture for once. But I feel like he will, because if we're booking the way that Endeavor would like to sell fights. Which get get real, Scotty. It's an Endeavor property at this point. Mm-hmm. I'd put that crap on Brock immediately. He's a known killer. This is why Ronda shit before shouldn't wait until now where it's like put it on Ronda. Yeah. But we're we're past that. Seth should realistically be that guy. You're not wrong. Hard worker, great locker room guy. He's just He's done everything you could to get that title. I still think they put him... If anything, I would love to see Seth beat Gunther. For the IC. Beat a guy who actually is tough. Because it turns out the lower titles, those mid-card titles, mean more than the actual title. They're the worker's title. Seth isn't getting handed anything. Agree or disagree, but like that's a guy who's gonna work in a match for a title that will mean some it's why they had him in that US the US title run. That's a worker. I agree with you that on paper, yes, it makes sense to have Brock be the new world champion because of the endeavor ownership and everything like that. Or or just like he's a big guy. Who's good to wear that strap and photos? True. I think regardless. I think right now we're on we're getting borrowed uh Brock time. I think as soon as this pay-per-view comes in Puerto Rico with Cody versus Brock, Brock goes away. I think they gave us this extra month of Brock because everyone expected Brock to disappear. Cody even said it in a in a in a promo after Brock jumped him. Oh, did did Cody say that? Of course he did. Is Cody a writer on the show now? Cody said that on, on his promo and he speaks from the heart. Guess what? Endeavor, Endeavor happened and the old man got to be back in charge. And the old man got to call someone and say, you're going to be on the fucking show. And you're going to be on the show until I tell you you're not going to be on the show. I'll be very surprised if we see Brock after Backlash uh, as, a, as a regular, even semi-regular. I just I That don't. show is just not... Brock goes between big ones. The idea that he's on backlash is absurd. Yeah, I I don't think it's as absurd because it's in Puerto Rico. It's an area that they don't usually go to. Will we see Brock in Saudi? Most likely. Yes. What do you mean? What do you mean most likely? Yes. They want him. They would be the first to say, get him on the card. For sure. Logan Paul. He'll be Logan Paul for the championship. (laughs) Scott, wake up. Puerto Rico is not in the vein of storytelling for WWE. Roman Reigns will not be on the Puerto Rico show. Wake up. He will not be. 
Yeah, I know. I never said he was going to be. No, uh, but this is what I'm saying. You're acting like Backlash counts as a show that's going to move stories forward. It won't. It's acting like a Saudi show. I don't think it, it's going to be that kind of show at all. I just think that we're uh, we're getting extra Brock time. We'll get Brock in Puerto Rico. He'll be in a three-minute match that will end in a disqualification. I truly don't believe he'll be the next champion. And then Brock goes away until SummerSlam time. Uh, if so, I can just be in the same room as you, I'm just rolling. <laughs> uh, but when it comes to the world championship, um, I've put together three names that I think I, could be very viable uh, options to be the first new champion of this new era of championship. I am very excited. You you told me you did. Here we go. What's uh, those three names? So Seth Rollins is the top one. And for me, it's Seth Rollins. And then pretty much nobody else is even close, in my opinion. It needs to be Seth Rollins. I think that guy has earned it. More than anybody in the company over the last duh, duh. You know, since the pandemic, really. Let's be honest. He's been since WrestleMania guy. 31, where he stole that championship. Yeah, he's that guy. I actually watched a little, that that moment today and uh, got goosebumps once again. It was great. Of course, because um, we both loved it. For someone who I think could add credibility to this championship, put some name value in it, and put on some quality matches, I think to make almost making an open challenge style on Monday Night Raw every couple of weeks uh, and add credibility and then lose it. I'm going to say money in the bank ish sometime this summer before SummerSlam. I'm going to say edge Edge is, a, I think a great pick for a guy who's on the end of his career could add one more championship could add a, a big name value and big name push to make this championship mean something. So then when somebody does beat him, it means a lot and can help elevate that person. And the third name is the guy that I think should beat Edge for the world championship if it is not Seth Rollins. And that guy's name is Gunther. I oh. think Gunther and Edge would be a great match. Gunther just chopping and breaking down Edge and taking that world championship and being a top, top heel would be fantastic television, in my opinion. So I'm going Seth I Rollins, Edge, and Gunther as my top three picks. Yeah, but you got to find an extra plan for Gunther. Edge, Ed, Edge, actually, I agree with you. Yeah, why not? Why not Edge? I, Mike, I took it. I literally just took it from AEW. Their first world champion was Jericho, based on name value, building prestige for that title immediately. And outside of Roman and Brock, I think Edge is the only guy that has that name value, and prestige, and Hall of Fame career to instantly give credibility to that title. Even if he doesn't hold it for more than two months, I still think he can put in the work in those two months to build that championship up to make it must-see and make people want to see him retain it uh, every time he's on TV. Edge. Oh. I don't see the exit strategy like you do. Like, to get him in there is fine, but... How long is Edge going to be around? The Everything that Edge has said is that he plans and hopes to retire at a Toronto Monday Night Raw around SummerSlam time. I just don't know if it's right before or right after SummerSlam this year. That's when his contract is allegedly up. Ah, uh, then no. You know what you should do? Put the title on Finn fucking Balor. Jesus Christ. Can we get the Judgment Day a win? I've or heard... Or just say, fuck it. Just give it to Damian Priest. Give him the push of a lifetime. Do something with this team. I will say, I've heard Finn Balor and Seth Rollins named the most. And Seth Rollins, 100% Finn Balor. No, I'm not on board with that. The guy hasn't been a main event guy in a very long time. The guy hasn't been a main event guy in Judgment Day. Outside of Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley, they are not a top-tier act. Everyone back up. Everyone back up before Johnny keeps going on. <laughs> Listen to the Megasodes and you'll hear how mad I am about this. Because, yeah, you know what? Your logic is right. They aren't a top-tier team. They always fucking lose. They're losers. Right? But, but what is Finn doing if he's not winning a title? He's putting other guys over. That's all he's doing. That's all he has done in years. He's oh god, he's not Dolph Ziggler. They're he's sure not, making him out no. to be. But do you hear me? Would you not like to see Finn wearing a strap? I would love it, but 
they haven't but been building him up enough other than him looking at the championship and be like, yeah, I want Seth versus Finn because that's the first universal championship match that Finn Balor won but and also, got hurt. I was I hated getting teased with the Cody Finn thing because I'm like, oh, these two are going to work. I would love to see that program go longer. So would I. I think it would be I, great. You got to build you, Finn up, though. No, but you're exactly because Cody's a superstar and Finn has been that company for fucking years and they do nothing. I just, when that happened, I'm like, perfect, good. This is the rub Seth needs. But you can't have him beat Cody. I just know that now. Like, yeah. Cody lost to Roman. He just lost to Roman. He ain't going to lose to anybody else. He's not going to lose to the likes of the fucking Judgment Day. <laughs> but that that's what sucks for the Judgment Day. When your crowning achievement is Rhea Ripley, which thank Christ you have that, or you're not a faction. Yeah. I, but, I think... but you're right. Going into titles, now that we talked about it, it can't be a thing. It can't be a Damian Priest. And it honestly... Has- if, if we, we look at it from uh, just most likely, you know, fantasy booking or, 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 you know, looking ahead, Rhea Ripley's the SmackDown Women's Championship. So my or champion. So my guess is all of Judgment Day is going to get moved to SmackDown where there's no world champion anyway. And Finn Balor's not going to be anywhere near that championship on Raw. Or they solve the problem and there's no Judgment Day. Would be smart. I think it'd be smart if they beat down Finn Balor this week and kicked him out of Judgment Day and added a different guy or girl. But, uh, my my prediction actually going into um, Backlash is that um, Dominic Mysterio is going to go back to being the face. Bold. I I mean, it's a, it's a good call. I don't think they're pulling it, that trigger it, right it, now. It, it's getting it, too it, much. It, no, it's a great crowd to do it with. Bad Bunny, worldwide appeal. Yeah, are I'm people going to care that. about? Are people going to care about Dominic after he turns face though? Uh, at, like no, you, the next week. You, no, but you act like we treat WWE like we treat AEW, and we don't. That crowd shifts so quick, so quick. I think right now WWE crowds do the same thing. I I think. I, I, I just don't. I, I think they're more impatient than AEW crowds are. Oh, that's not true. That I, is not true. <laughs> I we think went through the we went to the MJF show. That's why <laughs> they very much so stay in their fucking lane at AEW. <laughs> the elite still healed. They're still fucking healed. <laughs> like that's the rule. Oh, I, I I just I don't see it the same way you do. I think the Fed is more open to change. It's a good call. I don't think they're going anywhere near pulling that trigger to turn turn Dominic face anytime soon. Is it, the the heat that he's getting is still just uh, off the charts in the it's WWE. Nuclear, so. I I know, but also we're getting away from the point. The thing I will agree with, Scotty's going to call it now. He gets to book the Fed. Listen to this in my house, full wrestling podcast, faithful. Seth Rollins will be the first to wear that new title. I think it's locked in stone and. If it's not, I'll be blown away. I don't but want also, it to be Cody. And it, guess I, what? Let him be blown away because I'll bet against him every time and I'll win every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big announcement. We want to hear your thoughts on who you think will be the first uh, world heavyweight champion that's getting crowned at Night of Champions at the end of May. Hit us up at In My House Pod and let us know your thoughts. We've got some posts there about that championship and who we think will be the champion. We want to hear your thoughts. So, uh, let also, us know. Give us that feedback. For fans, Scotty's right. It's, it's going to be Seth Rollins. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. Just say thanks. Th- thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Uh, no, no, no problem. <laughs> All right. Scotty, uh, we're, get, we're getting down to it. It's, it's the end of the month. Yes. You're very excited for this. Very excited. You're very excited to tell me about who your favorite professional wrestler of the month is. And not only that, your favorite feud. Let's start so with let's feud. do it. Let's start let's with feud. Do it. The feud of the month on the Miles Pro Wrestling Podcast. WrestleMania 5, yeah. And let me tell you something. You say you 
hug me like a brother. Hey, listen to this, Hulk Hogan. I hate you. I hate your guts. And that's what's gonna be left all over the mat after WrestleMania 5. Uh, so I went, this was tough for me because in, in reality, I think there's only two main storylines that have gone on in the month of April that have dominated each show. And so it's one A and one B for me, but I did make a pick because that's our job. My pick for feud of the month, because it's something that I, I watch shows for and have enjoyed every interaction and the matches that have been involved. And it's the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I know with Roman being gone and keeping, I'm pretty sure the Usos are feuding with LWO, but whatever. Right now, there's just factions everywhere. Oh, is that is that is that your excuse for this? Okay, yeah. There's factions everywhere right now that they're building up, but (laughs) uh, this the the thread through everything is still the Bloodline guys versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, This past week on Raw, we saw Sami run into uh, Jay Uso in the back and have a great promo planting seeds of like, why are we doing this still? You know wh- how Roman treats you and it's his way or no way. Then we had another interaction with Sammy and Jimmy in the back. And then we had Jay talking to Jimmy saying, I talked to Sammy. He's like, why you be talking to Sammy? Kevin Owens giving Sammy shit for talking to the Usos. I think it's fantastic. They go back and forth. I, I outside of guys like Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, on the WWE programming, that is my Which, favorite. Wh- great answer, great answer. Also, great feud for WrestleMania and going onward. Duh, no one's mad at your pick, Scotty. It, it's no great. one's mad at your pick. We've got that's workers. Plus, this Friday on SmackDown is the rematch. It's the Usos versus Sammy and Kevin for the tag team championships, which. Don't I, worry, y'all. There'll be shenanigans. <laughs> there will be shenanigans. Solo's going to get involved. Matt Riddle's going to get involved. And it's just going to prolong this storyline and take us to into backlash. the next pay-per-view. Uh, to backlash yeah. and then so on. But uh, for that reason alone, it, it, it's it's still something that I loved before Mania, obviously, with the Bloodline storyline. And they're continuing it because Roman's not around. I like the fact that they're still continuing to like somewhat plant the seed of the viewers' heads of like, Sammy's getting through to Jay Uso. He's making sense, and Jay's not arguing him. He's not fighting back on the words that Sammy's saying. So there's more coming. So that's my feud of the month uh, for the month I, of April. I'm ex- I'm excited for that. Yeah, you know what? Not mad at that. Good pick. And we'll say him. Oh, paralegal Mike. Is it the four pillars storyline? It's it? got to be the four pillars. Is it? No, my my feud of the month happened within a show, and it is. Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole. Ooh, nice. I think this this has the biggest potential to sell pay per views because of that beatdown on Brit. That way, that all p- panned out was brilliant. It's a perfect way to get Adam Cole back in. Mm-hmm. It just it we we both talked about. It. We loved this. Also, if you're gonna use a kendo stick, hit somebody with it. (laughs) But I um I also think this is gonna build really well into the next pay-per-view. Like I I know it's Cole Jericho. And I'm very excited to see that. This worked well. The handcuffing, that kind of storytelling, that's the feud to watch. Adam Cole's back. And against a really great heel Jericho and a great worker Jericho. Like there's times where I'm like, man, with Adam Cole coming back with these, these concussions and head injuries, a lot of guys go super strong style and stiff and don't protect some of their opponents as much as they should in AEW. Jericho's not that guy. Jericho takes no. care of the guys so well and so much that this is a perfect match for Cole to come back and have a killer main event style match and still come out uh, healthy after this match. I, I would say that that's the feud I am most excited about seeing more of. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think it's a good way to build women into factions. Yeah, it, there's, it's a there's good, good way to there. build mixed tag matches. Like, let's go. AEW is getting there. They're getting there. 
But I would say the feud to watch is um, Adam Cole, baby. Matt versus Derrico. Yeah, that's a great call. I never really thought thought about it. I I, I agree with you, but Adam Cole and Britt Baker versus like Jericho and Soraya. Exactly. See, you just could have booked that show myself, but you already did it. Don't worry. (laughs) I read off your notes. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There we are. There are our for the April our feud of the month. Uh, let us know what you guys have for Feud of the Month at In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast at In My House Pod on the socials. Mike, let's get into Wrestler of the Month. Oh, exciting times. I'm better than you, and you know it. I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even at commentary. Nobody can touch me. Rufus Roll, boys. Got to be a... Who do you got? Who's your professional wrestler of the month? My pro wrestler of the month is the All-Atlantic champion or international champion, whatever they're calling it now in AEW. It is Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy has fought, I believe, every single week uh, in April, defending his title and winning against different opponents every single week, either opening the show or at the top of the hour kind of thing in main event spots, either the opener, the top of the hour or the closer and having great matches. He fought bandito tonight as we're uh, uh, recording oh. the potty. And it was, Oh, a fun, oh did, he, did he wrestle, wrestle bandito? Did he? He wrestled bandito. Yeah. Visa issues all, right. all cleared up for bandito. Everyone but... listen up. Did you hear Scotty via picked? Picked orange. Scotty Cassidy. Now Scotty via now likes workers. That's what he's deciding. <laughs> I, when uh, we came up with this idea to do a, a wrestler of the month, the interpretation for how we wanted to choose a wrestler of the month is wide open for whatever we want. I'm g- more going up someone I saw wrestle and work every single week for this month. I may change it next month and Kote is oh. going to have his own deal. But for this one, I'm like, man, Orange Cassidy wrestled every week defending his title and had matches that had me watching the entire time. I wasn't scrolling on my phone. I wasn't fiddle fucking around. I'm watching the matches and I was, you know, entertained by everything. And that's something we don't get with every single wrestler and every champion in either of the big companies, right? Sometimes they wrestle once a month and they have great promos, which is fine. That may be my criteria next month. Who knows? But I think Orange Cassidy oh, deserves the No, justify yourself more. Just take the wrestlers <laughs> I love. Go I'm ahead. just I'm it's just... not it's not my wrestler of the month, but <laughs> it's a good pick. I, I love the guy. Someone was cheering for double J when we were in Winnipeg. That's Scotty cheering. Via. I was I was cheering for the right guy. <laughs> I was cheering for Double J tonight as he fought uh, Dax Harwood. But uh, <laughs> uh, Orange Cassie, my wrestler of the month. I love the matches that he had, and he defended his title, which is great. It should literally be the TV title every single week because that's how much he's defending it. But um, uh, paralegal Mike, you're. Oh, are you ready? I'm ready. My wrestler of the month is the Switchblade, J Y. Wow. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. You brought this guy in right now to get to Forbidden Door. Yeah. To build him to a story to Forbidden Door. Also, hell of a match against Commander. Yeah. Hell of a match. Um, Jay White's a star. I could have picked someone who has longevity. I could have picked Roman Reigns, because I also feel that way too. Roman Reigns, fucking star. <laughs> he is. I, I can eat all the shit about it, but he is great. Jay White is the guy you're going to want to watch every week. Every week. What's happening with Spin Door? Don't worry. Jay White will get you there. The new Bullet Club. Jay White's going to get you there. He He's going to build a faction in AEW. Yeah. And a faction we all know and love. And his payoff at Forbidden Door is going to be incredible. His payoff at Wembley is going to be incredible. Love it. Just wait. It's slow burn. This one sucks because, mm-hmm. like, I thought about it too. Because I'm like, it's got to be Adam Cole because he's back. He's going to be healthy. He's getting a great feud with Jericho. It's we're getting there. No, oh no, it's Jay White. They signed him for a fucking reason, and that commander match put me over. 
Also, Commander. Fuck, he could have been in it too. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that guy's unreal. But they're using him in the way just like, oh, Jay White beats everybody. Mm-hmm. Jay White's a fucking star. Jay White, mark my words, he beat Kenny. He beat every name you know. I'm with you. I think Jay White needs to be a top star. And the Switchblade is going to wear the AEW championship. Ooh, Easy. I love that. I love that. Easy. Is it within the next six months? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm slow building burn. that show different. Don't you said worry. Slow burn. Don't worry. Slow burn. But I think Jay White at Forbidden Door, if there's going to be a good faction match, Jay White with the Bullet Club at the tippy top. Do you do Bullet Club versus Bullet Club? Do you do the Bullet oh. Club in Japan versus Bullet Club? You see, Gold? see, Scotty, let's slow down, slow down. <laughs> so smile. We're gonna man. get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna book it. We're gonna book it. <laughs> awesome. But I think I think Jay White's debut was so good. It was so electrifying. But that Commander match, where I think I'm like, oh, your audience gets it. Like you get the star that Jay White does. Mm-hmm. It would never have happened in WWE that way. No. And I, and like, I mean, I, I don't like Juice Robinson. Hey y'all, guess what? Fun fact. I think that guy's terrible. <laughs> I don't I don't agree, but go ahead. No, it's, it's not like in terms of work quality, just character-wise. Okay, yeah. That, like his work in the ring, just fine. But just character, I'm just not into it like you're, that you're but, not into rock hard juice robinson I just, which you know what for all paralegal bike fans you're like dude that's your ultimate <laughs> <laughs> i i just i think jay white is destined to be a big star in AEW. they picked him up for a reason i think creatively was a part of it i think there's a big thing coming down it's going to be hangman adam page versus switchblade jay white and when that happens, y'all oh, be like, awesome. damn, damn, Paralegal Mike called it. And those guys are going to wrestle their fucking asses off. It'll be one of the best matches of the year. You're welcome. I'll tell you when we're getting there. It ain't <laughs> yet, though. Stay tuned to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast as Paralegal Mike books AEW. Books the world. <laughs> books the world. I stick to Not, the universe. I know. I <laughs> Uh, there well you are. Played. Well played. Uh, let us yeah, know. Well <laughs> let us know uh, your wrestler of the month at in my house pod. It's a fun new uh, little feature we're going to be doing every single month at the end of the month, uh, just to kind of have more fun, make more picks because uh, it has more conversation. But it's been a great show. It's been a fun show. A big announcement. A little bit of a little bit of mess because we're all over the place. We love the Fed. We love AEW. You're welcome, Marks. We talk about them both. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, as always. Thanks for checking us out on Spotify and Amazon Music. Give us that rating. And more importantly, hit that share button as well. Thanks for checking out the show. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on uh, Wrestler of the Month, Feud of the Month, as well as the big announcements that have happened uh, on AEW and WWE television. For Paralegal Mike, my name is Scotty Villa. This has been the In My Host Pro Row Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, Welcome to my-